to our podcast, Explicitly Spoiled. Um, we will focus on talking about adjustments in yoga uh, during this episode. Yeah, in yet another setting, we're trying to <laughs> experiment with different uh, environments uh, on another sofa today. Um, and yeah, we thought we'd really just focus on adjustments in yoga, when to do them, if to do them, how does a yoga practitioner feel versus a yoga teacher feel uh, about it, and I guess what you can expect maybe as a beginner if you go to a yoga class, um, and maybe how to deal with it as well, right, as a beginner, especially if you don't want to be adjusted or if you do, or however you want to kind of uh, feel comfortable in your first practice. And I think it's important that you feel as comfortable as possible on the things you can control to a certain degree, right? Yeah, uh, adjustments can be really invasive, right? Uh, and can be really, really disturbing. Um, and I think before we get into this, and I don't want to be kind of assuming that people don't get it, but maybe explain what you mean by adjustment. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good idea. Um, when practicing in a group setting, the yoga teacher sometimes comes to you and touches your body using different parts of their body, sometimes uh, the hands, generally the hands, for uh, making you go deeper into the pose or correcting you. I wouldn't use the word correcting, adjusting Adjusting the pose. <laughs> Yeah, this is this mostly happens because not not because you have to be picture perfect, mm -hmm. um, but because first and foremost um, they feel you could be there's more that you could be doing with your body at that point, mm -hmm. or uh, you have a very bad alignment that might hurt you. Mm -hmm. So these are I would say these are the two main reasons for which yoga teachers feel they need to adjust our bodies when practicing. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I usually thought it's mostly the, hey, let's make sure they're sort of aligned so they don't injure themselves kind of reasoning. But mm -hmm. I get I get the other one as well, right? To push you a bit to maybe achieve more in the pose, right? Um, yeah, from my side, I guess, and, and we'll get to how you feel about it, but I guess from, from my side, I really appreciate if, you know, the teacher asks before they decide to adjust you, right? So they either ask at the beginning if everyone is comfortable or maybe, I don't know, even during the practice at some point before they put your hands on you, so to speak. Um, and I think this is because of, a, you know, um, maybe different, different reasons. So for me personally, I don't necessarily appreciate that. Just personally, it's not something I'm comfortable with. So um, at least if you ask me, I know what to expect. And also it gives me the opportunity to, to you know, say yes or no. It's probably usually going to be no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I think that's, um, that's important, again, going back to being comfortable and um, it's just knowing, again, what to expect. So maybe I'll say yes, but I'll know that's coming, right? So I can kind of mentally prepare. I don't know. This is for me. Um, so I appreciate that and I appreciate teachers that do that and I guess on that note I don't appreciate teachers that don't just come and touch you. 
because I think that's a bit of a privacy invasion. And I don't know. And I get what you're saying, you know, because, you know, maybe I'm super badly aligned and um, you want to make sure that I don't injure myself or, or something like that. But yeah, I still feel like uh, it's important to be asked before. And I, yeah, I don't know if you do that or how you, you teach or how you feel about that. Not anymore. I just go with it. <laughs> no, not anymore. Um, I remember that one time I was uh, teaching at the studio that was a franchise and they had very specific sequences that they had mm -hmm. us teach. It was a franchise, right? So you couldn't do, uh, you couldn't deviate from the fixed sequence too much. So one of the sequences, uh, the class I had always, uh, I always had the class start in uh, Balasana, mm -hmm. in child's pose. Right. Yeah. So um, I would have my little speech as advised by the franchise. And one of the things that I must, uh, that they, I absolutely had to mention was uh, whether we, whether the participants are okay with being touched. Mm -hmm. And if you're in Balasana, you can easily raise your hand. Right. You can raise your hand mm -hmm. and say, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I, yeah, no, yeah. I'm if any if anybody has an issue to being adjusted, just raise your hand mm -hmm. and it would be it would be perfect. Um, I have to say, very, it is very rarely that people had the problem um, and they were signaling. And the problem time. child. Yeah, <laughs> the little problem child Bala. <laughs> um, so this I find this a very elegant mm -hmm. and excellent way yeah. of letting the teacher know hey i'm not okay today or then i i just don't yeah. stay away yeah. for me i will have my own practice without you touching me also i remember um one of my teachers traveled uh to turkey it was istanbul at some point and she participated at a yoga class in the studio where they had small cards with yes or no mm -hmm. and at the beginning of the class they would just lay out their yes or no card at the bottom of their mat so it would be perfect uh, okay you know, very that's, visible very straightforward that's a good idea yeah just what the doctor ordered it's yeah. perfect no need to engage uh, to talk right yeah yeah, yeah. waste perfect. time whatever yeah. exactly yeah. exactly so that's that's also uh, that's also a great way to do it um it really depends as a teacher on what you're teaching i think if i because i teach ashtanga based vinyasa yoga i really love enjoy being adjusted and also adjusting mm -hmm. others. Um, I try to be very delicate. It's very straightforward. You know, people generally understand very clearly only if you touch them with one finger, it's enough. So they can, if, if they can. Yeah. Just yeah. relax. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, yeah. or I, uh, I don't know. I use other body parts as well, but I make sure I'm not, you don't force firm it. or aggressive you don't force or, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. i have my own stories of being adjusted in a very pleasant way and in, in, in bad ways as well uh, we can get to that later but um yeah i really like doing adjustments <laughs> guilty <laughs> yeah and I, I think um so i was gonna ask you actually let's say you have a a, a problem child like me right that doesn't mm. want to be touched and adjusted but i'm um, I don't know. I'm in a very bad alignment in some pose. Like you can clearly see that I'm like doing yeah. it all wrong, right? Let's say I'm super beginning beginner. I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can clearly see that I, I might actually injure myself or it's probably not going to be a good time for me. Um, do you have any ways to kind of, so with, you know, without adjusting, um, 
yeah, I don't know, correcting, or would you just leave, leave it be because that person doesn't want to be touched, so that's the only way that they can be, you know, um, corrected in that pose, if that makes sense. There are a lot of clues that can tell you, after having seen thousands of time, mm-hmm. thousands of body throughout the years uh, in my classes, Generally, I would dare say it's very clear if somebody can do more in a pose or if they're injured or have a condition and I should not touch them. Honestly, this is visible and it should be visible to teachers. The more you teach, the more you will see it. Um, I try not to make assumptions, but make a very gentle move. And if the person for a split second, they feel like they, you know, they draw themselves back or yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they, their discomfort increases. It's, it's clear that I don't need to, that I, I shouldn't uh, go towards them and I refrain myself. Um, also, I try not to touch absolute beginners. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't think it's a good idea. Um, I only do it if I can see it in their eyes that they're very present and eager to learn and, mm-hmm. and quite comfortable uh, with their body in that situation. Yeah. If that's the case, then I do it. Otherwise, I try not to and only go to old timers and push them a little bit harder. So so you get the, the let's say, non-verbal cues. I do. Uh, people who have an ailment or mm-hmm. who have, for instance, um, hyperextension, this is very serious and definitely people who have hyperextensions in their knees and elbows should not be pushed even further, such as, such as yourself. Um, yeah, because it only... Because you're already way more flexible than you should be. You're already going above the normal range of motion. So, and you can be easily, I guess, speaking from my perspective, easily pushed, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because your joints are so lax and they go over. And yeah, afterwards you might get injured just because, again, it wasn't a big deal for you to, you know, be pushed in whatever shape. Um, So yeah, that's that's important. It is... um... What I'd like to add is that, you know, if, if people are really, really rigid in the way they carry themselves mm-hmm. and a few minutes from the class have already passed, you, you can tell whether they have a lower backache, for instance, mm-hmm. or whether they have been to fitness class, group fitness class. Like how they before. move for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's clear that you don't want to touch their lower back or make them straighten their knees because they're, okay. yeah, or... You can see their cervical uh, spine being, yeah. their vertebrae being, okay, know, so you, you, don't, yeah. you don't want to crunch them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Generally, okay. generally you, you, you can tell. Um, just in the same way, you can tell that some bodies are lazier than others and they could do so much more. Oh. And you go to those and hey, let's... Come on, yeah, we can sleep during Shavasana. It's not Shavasana time yet. Let's, I let's... see, I see. Yeah, okay. that's, that's just one perspective. Um... Yeah, so talking about like picking up on nonverbal cues, right? So I was um, one time in one like yoga practice, uh, yoga uh, class actually, um, and they didn't ask right at the beginning if you want to be adjusted or whatever. And I was in down dog and, uh, one of the assistants, right? So there was one like main teacher and she had a few mm-hmm. assistants because it was a very big class. So she couldn't possibly like take care of everyone. Um, and she came over and just kind of touched my, sh- my shoulders to yeah get them away from, from my ears. And I had this like, um, I don't know, just, uh, Jerk? Know, this reaction small yeah jerk. yeah exactly and she completely got it she i don't know if everything else was perfect or not but i have you know no one's adjusted me 
after that. Um, so this is another way, I guess, for just talking about complete beginners. And if you're not comfortable, you know, even if they don't ask, most of the teachers will pick up on, to your point, even before trying it, right, on non-verbal non cues, or just then when you they try it, if you have this kind of uh, reaction, they'll probably just uh, get the get the hint. <laughs> yes, for sure. They for sure they 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 will if they're um, experienced teachers. Uh, it's something that comes with uh, you know with with seeing a lot of people and a lot of, of different bodies. We can even look at a person and understand whether they have scoliosis and it's hurting, or whether they have it and it's not hurting, and then they can push themselves a little bit more. And you talked about uh, hypermobility as well. You can kind of get that, and probably as you said, uh, maybe lower back issues or pain or yeah you can tell if somebody is pregnant for instance mm -hmm. um, or, or um, like the class I had yesterday evening uh, actually um, in the spot where I teach on Wednesdays um, this girl comes and she has an almost flat sacrum mm -hmm. so it's like the, the tail right yeah. the, the sacrum pops out and it's not really like that, but it's more of a flat thing. So mm. she can't do a boat pose. She can't do Navasana. She can't sit on her sitting bones. So it's extremely, oh, okay. it's not even enough if you roll the mat or put a pillow or something. It's right. not, it's, it's not okay for her at all. So I know her by now. Yeah. And I know that she's not okay to do twists or to do boat pose or, mm. or whatever. So I'm not obviously adjusting her. Yeah. But uh, it took me a while to understand, and it's okay if you have a really small, low voice dialogue with the students. So mm -hmm. Not to bother yeah. the hours. Yeah. You can you can usually yeah. understand from from their eyes, or you know, a few words are enough. So yeah, you yeah. just okay, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, as a practitioner, I really love being adjusted. Okay. I enjoy that a lot, a lot. I really love it, and. Um, I love practicing with the uh, experienced teachers that know what to do, you know, put pull their um, hips or their sternum or their back against my them, body. Uh, yeah, uh, push into poses. Yeah, yeah, I really love that because mm -hmm. there's simply horizons that you can only touch when you're adjusted. So yeah, I really love that. And I get that, and I think for that purpose, although I I haven't necessarily been in that situation. I can, let's say, imagine myself being in that situation, being, okay, I'm okay for this to happen because I want to go deeper into this pose or I want to explore what I can do in this pose, right? And I can't by myself. I need someone to help me. So I can imagine being okay with that. I think the one thing that I would say on all of that is that I would be maybe a bit um, concerned and uh, maybe it's not a valid concern all the time if the teacher is experienced, but a bit concerned about getting injured is at the end of the day it is getting deeper into something that your body naturally can't get there by itself right so it is a push True. and whether that push is going to be let's say okay versus it might actually not break well you know injure something i don't know if the teacher can really tell even if they're experienced maybe they can but you know what i mean that would be a concern it is a concern um regardless of how experienced or inexperienced the teacher is i would say we are the ones who know our bodies best. So ultimately, we should be the decision makers as to how deep can we go into a pose or not. And even our bodies, you know, the way they are, we can't ask from them the same thing every day. Because maybe last night I drank a little too much or I stayed up late, I slept for four hours instead of eight or yeah. whatever. So obviously my body will not be able to do the same thing today as it were 
able to do yesterday. So, and, and I guess that's why you wouldn't recommend this at all, any adjustment maybe to real beginners, because they might not understand just as I didn't either, and I'm sure you didn't, right at the beginning, like how it works, how your body works and what might injure you. And especially also, as we kept mentioning, but if you have like other conditions like hypermobility or something, then you need to know even better, like, okay, I can go into this, but maybe I shouldn't, but you know, um, yeah, kind of be very self-aware to a certain degree. Generally beginners, uh, beginners, people <laughs> generally cannot carry themselves properly, cannot breathe properly cannot sit with their back straight if you think of our previous episode we've spoken about breathing techniques mm -hmm. we the contemporary human individual right uh, yeah. has issues even breathing properly Modern, and bringing yeah. the as much oxygen as they should bring into their bodies let alone uh, perform a perfect yoga class from beginning to end or sit up straight on a if we come from the couch we must progress really slowly yeah. and mindfully into a more serious practice. So I would not be aggressive and invasive with people who it is obvious that are not yet very self-aware. Yeah, yeah, and I think the self-awareness is a journey. I'm not sure you ever get like the top self-awareness in your band. It's proprioception. Yeah. It's, it's how you can carry yourself, how you carry yourself in relation to other elements in the space. I mean, it's... Of course, it's intuitive, right? But getting some of us know, are very hesitant. Yeah, getting to know your body. The more you practice, the more you do, the more you learn. Um, and About yourself. Yeah, and that helps you then be more cautious, let's say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that would be for me, I guess. Um, I, I'd try it, but yeah, maybe just... Um, I would have to convince myself that it's fine <laughs> before, right, uh, getting into... A class and experiencing this although on the other hand I would like to right I would like to see maybe what I would be capable of with uh, someone's help yeah um, I think it's you know some of us are very uh, they can really they can really express their emotions on their faces without making an effort or even if they do make an effort to hide them they're still there so if yeah. you if, if i see people do <laughs> i immediately hey, hey what's up what's up where, yeah, yeah where does it hurt yeah. tell me where does it hurt so we can we can avoid yeah, it and yeah. work around it's just five seconds of my teaching time nobody else will get upset so yeah yeah so so, so if even if you push somebody or somebody asks hey uh, help me go into a headstand or mm -hmm, whatever and mm -hmm. they they have this okay this is not okay we stop now we stop yeah. now, we try something else, we try more progressively, we, we take a break. There are uh, alternatives. But indeed, there are certain poses that you can't even attempt at doing the first times without somebody being there to support you. Yeah. In Ashtanga Yoga, we have this whole concept, it's called Mysore practice. Mysore, where yeah. you practice individually and the assistants and the teacher focus on adjusting you individually yeah. Yeah. at your own pace throughout the whole sequence. So it's extremely helpful that's how you progress um i also have a story that unfortunately it's not that great and i would like to mention this it's important because you know when you think of the rapport that happens between a teacher and the participants at a class it's always a power move right mm -hmm. um, the, the teacher, teacher has all the power yeah as an sort of yeah yeah uh, uh, 
because it, it makes sense, right? You are there to be taught by that person. You don't know <laughs> or you're not at their level. It makes sense that they are the, you know, the hold the power in that dynamic, right? Yeah, it does make sense. Um, that's a setup, yeah. right? You entrust yourself to the hands of that teacher and yeah. you do what they say and that's all there is. Um, however, as I said previously, we are the best connoisseurs of our own bodies yeah. because they wouldn't they wouldn't possibly know what we're going through right so because they hold the power and because they are a respected entity individual in that setup right yeah. because hey this guy knows stuff mm-hmm. i'm doing what they say what, what this guy says right um, because of this you can sometimes refrain from expressing yourself and i would really like all yoga students know that it's absolutely okay to say no when you see somebody coming at you or you know extending their hands or and when it's clear that they want to touch you or get you deeper into the pose it's absolutely okay to say please don't or no and they will understand i for sure can vouch for the fact that they they will understand and it will be okay it's okay to say no my experience was that i was not able to say no i was in padahastasana it's a pose where you are standing and you bend over your trunk towards your thighs and you grab your big toes um, and you look at your nose whatever so it was an ashtanga practice with uh, one of the very few persons in romania who teach us ashtanga who are males so it was a man and i was in awe i respected him so much i couldn't wait to get to classes with him um he was also kind of Uh, but yeah anyway it was a very enjoyable practice for me and he uh, obviously it was ashtanga so nobody asks anything they just oh okay yeah (laughs) so he he pushed me and i already had come to class with a very bad back um and because of the fact that he was very forceful when he Mm. adjusted me in padahastasana it was weeks and weeks of pain um and it was not comfortable at all it this was because he was the powerful respected figure male figure in that setup right so i didn't even cross my mind that i should be saying no yeah please stop i my back hurts it's not okay for you to do anything to me obviously i never said that i I, in fact i was I, i couldn't wait for me to be adjusted by him you know so yeah it's quite a silly mistake uh don't do it when your body is aching make sure yeah, you say think, so. <laughs> yeah, I think especially if you're a beginner, going back to that, you know, it can really be maybe hard sometimes, right? You, you're just going to class, you know, nothing. That person knows everything. It's overwhelming, right? It's super overwhelming. You yeah. don't want to kind of inconvenience anyone, right? You don't even know. Maybe let's see what's happening half of yeah. the time. You're right? just the process. You're yeah, just the teacher. Exactly. And it's fine, but... Yeah, and so it can be even more challenging because you. Uh, you were a teacher, right? When you went to this guy's class, I w- already was already. Yeah. So you already yeah. had the experience more so than any beginner. So it's very important, I guess, guys, to you know, no is a complete word, right? No exactly. Is, <laughs> Absolutely. No is is okay. It's enough. Absolutely. Um, you don't need to to say more than that, and you, you should get the hint. So, yeah. So that's that's unfortunate, but that kind of confirms what I was saying. You know, what if you go and you know you get into yeah, I guess you 
to your point, you have to know your body and be able to just say no. And regardless of what your intention was, oh, I wanted this person to adjust me or I wanted to go deeper into this pose, but actually today or in this occasion, I'm not okay. I, I don't want to do this. Absolutely. I agree. And I would like to utter one final um, insight. Um, it comes from one of my dearest teachers. Um, he was the one who pioneered and, and championed my second uh, yoga teacher training course. His name is Julio. Um, and he always said that if you are not able to cue the poses or whatever practice takes place during that class in such a way that most people understand it, then you're not a good teacher. So his theory is that you need to be able to speak in such a way that adjustments are not needed. That's super funny because I was going to ask you exactly that. <laughs> That's exactly what Julio said. I was going to ask you exactly that. What do you think about, you know, being a teacher, if, if you need to adjust people in order to get them into the position, doesn't that make you, let's say, not such a good teacher as in Maybe. actually explaining? Maybe. Most people get... Okay, well... <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Anything else you want to add? On this. I would just like to say that um, adjustments can be wonderful later on during the practice and that we should speak up for ourselves if not only adjustments but if anything becomes uncomfortable during a yoga class we should stop take child's pose or speak to the teacher simple as that yeah yeah I agree so guys don't be afraid to say no yeah. <laughs> that's what you speak should up. get from this uh, right well, that was us today. Thank you so much for making it to the end. Let us know if you've been to a class, been adjusted, if you're cool with it, if you're not cool with it. If you think uh, what, I, what we were just saying, if, if you think uh, good teachers shouldn't need to adjust you, maybe. <laughs> um, and yeah, any other questions you have below? Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace out. <laughs>